Well, when it comes to Carmelo, what you want to do is did you have to make sure you got that, two, that you got two of the fastest backcourt? I like them. I like. I, li- them I really like them. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was just like, yo, why does this dude have to take so long to make it? Fun? <laughs> Let me ask you this: How how you think it's gonna look? How you think it's- what? With him over there in Portland, how's that going to We're going to talk about it. <clears throat> We're going to talk about we it. Talk we talk about it. No, no, no. We got to start. We got to start. We got to start with our next. Oh, man, we don't want that far. Now we got to start. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Because nah, you, you was trying to go crazy. Nah, I set you up for that All one. Right. You got to wait. Nah, right. baby. Nah, I got to wait. What <laughs> What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, and my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. Smith, here he now shoots. R.J. Barrett, a little sauce on that one. He's got 21. R.J. Barrett dances inside and scores on flag. Knox for three. Knox hits a three. Drop clock at seven. Knox nails a three. Randall separates and finishes off the window. This is our take on everything Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. On this episode, we discuss the win versus KP and Luka. We get into the heartbreaking loss to Charlotte. And then we talk about, drumroll, Melo signing with Portland. This is episode 25. Let's go. Knicks fans, what's going on? Welcome back to the Guard of Knicks podcast. This is your host, Apollo Reed. I'm in here with Andre Jalil. What's going on, Drake? Yo, what's going on, brother? Yeah, you know I mean, I'm in here with the cuzzo Rick the Ruler. What's going on, cuz? What's good? What's good? <laughs> can't call it. You know what I'm saying? Can't nah, call it. Can't call it, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we are in here in our, uh, uh, we don't know how to feel kind of move, but within, because of the last two games, uh, the last I, I, game, I, we don't want to. Right, let's start. Let's start with the good news. Let's start with the good news. So, well, okay, yeah, let's start with the good news. Dallas. It was a. It was a close game. Oh yeah, well, Dallas, 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 Dallas. Let's start with we the got them both. News. That's it, because we don't see them no more. We don't the see them no the more. We got both. KP out of here both times. So now, now, well, one time away and one time at home. One time now, away, now, one time at home. And yep. that that's nice. I'm glad they did that because I didn't want KP coming in there like, yeah, I came and beat y'all. Um, now he got to wait a whole nother. He, he was gonna do it, a whole other season. So yeah, but he had to wait. I like yeah. that. Now and, and, what, and what's that? good about it is he played well. So it's not even like he paid. He played poorly, and then no, lost. he didn't play. He, 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 he actually played, well. played. He played well the first time. The second time he didn't play that well. Got his head. Man. He he kind of um yeah it was it was the garden the garden was a little wild uh, it was it must have been a little bit of he's not that guy he's not that guy and that's the that was the thing that was why we weren't so disappointed when he left the trade yeah yeah, i mean i wasn't enamored he was just all we had he's not that showtime yeah we got we got him with that fourth pick that year and we always said that the last game versus us he had 20 and 11 which is not great you know what I mean? He was one for five from the three-point line. He was seven for 17 from the field. You know what I mean? He forced a lot of shots up. Um, didn't really didn't really look that good. You know what I mean? He looked a lot better at home. He looked a lot better the first time we saw him. Yeah. Um, 
But this time, it was the jitters a little bit. He played 30 minutes. He only had 20 points. 33 minutes, actually, at 20 points. And he missed 10 shots. You know what I mean? Out of 17. So, I mean, um, we got that one. I'm happy we got that one. Um, this game was a big game for uh, Dennis Smith. Uh, I was I was loving it. But, as we were all saying in the group chat, during the game, this is a revenge game. And he's going to go right he's back gonna to He's going to go right normal. back to the old Dennis Smith after that. Yeah. And, and what'd he do? What'd he do versus Charlotte? But we're not going to go there. You got into early foul trouble. It was some that, stuff. That was it. You know what? No, but I'm that's, not, but that's the... I'm not going to jump on it, though. No, listen. It wasn't like... I, I remember one of those fouls was stupid. It was like really dumb. He gets yeah. he gets one of those a game now. Yeah, but mm, he's just, he he's just seems like he gets like a high head and he just like gets frustrated, and he'll just do something stupid because it was away from the ball. Some of these right. fouls. Well, the thing is, the thing about it is, I... usually the away from the ball fouls are like your big man. You got your point guard right, picking up right. away from the ball fouls. Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. doing over there? Not playing basketball the right way, right. basically. You know what I mean? Just just going out there, just throwing yourself around. Yeah, come on, man. And, and you and and that's kind of why I was happy that Fisdale decided not to start him. You know what I mean? Because of the big game that he had versus Dallas. Because coaches can fall into that trap very easily. You know what I mean? So I was I was proud that he kept him on the bench, you know, to start the game out. He came in, he got some ugly fouls. He can had, I ask you a question? What happened? Who was that dude he went over to at the during the game? Who? Dennis Smith Jr. He went over to the sideline and gave somebody a pound. He dapped him up. Yeah, I saw that too. I didn't see I who it that. was though. Well, wait, and that was uh at the at the the Dallas game? Yeah, when we were playing at the Garden. When he was playing well that game against Dallas. Yeah. Um I it was somebody, one of yeah. his homeboys. Well, was well, it? it might have no, no, it wasn't it was it had to be like a, a star or somebody. Maybe. But yeah, but they weren't on. They weren't on the. Uh, they were like on the. Well, on the side where you couldn't see who it was. Yeah. I don't know why. It just seemed like it was a little bit. That's the celebrity role. That's because that's where Spike sits. Yeah. The rest but, of them. Yeah, well, I couldn't see it, but it just seemed like out he, of all the people he could have celebrated with. Yeah. On the court he he walked all the way over. He walked to all that, the way yeah, over. Yeah, like he like he did it on purpose. Right. He did, and then it was just like, and that that's my thing about where your head is at. Right. During the game, the game wasn't over yet. Like that's the kind of drink you do after the game. Like I told you, didn't I tell you? Mm. But then at the yeah. end of the day, like I said, just like that win, and then you come out and you lay another. Egg. Well, the game against 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 Charlotte wasn't that bad. They were up, so you starting to feel good. You're like, all right, they got it. They figuring it out. And then it's like that late game thing, and it's just like, why can't yes. we keep a lead? <sighs> why does Dennis Smith Jr. picking up stupid fouls? Like. What's what's going on? I here? mean, not for nothing, not for nothing. Everybody picked up that that game was terribly officiated, in, in my opinion. Um, I a feel lot like of the these, officials are trying like new things this year. That's what it feels like. That's really what it is, honestly. They are. You know what I mean? Because Frank picks up these fouls every game that you look up and it's like, are you kidding me? And when are you going to respect the fact that he's a defender? They had a foul where he the dude brushed up against him or something like, and they called the foul. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. get, I didn't get that. That's what I mean. Like, yo, this guy is a defender. Like, he doesn't put himself in bad positions all the time. But you got to respect that. Like, he's been doing it for. At, at least three years now, you know that he, out of everything that he's going to do, he's going to defend well. So to me, it's odd that 
he still gets these ticky tack little nonsense fouls. You know what I'm saying? Like they that they, they never make any sense, and he's always has three three fouls going into the half. Always. He's been playing better. I, I like him. I'm feeling more comfortable with him. And one of the the disappointing things about Dennis Smith Jr. is with is with Peyton being injured. This dude has an opportunity. Yeah, to just lock that up. And he's and, and Peyton to make them forget about him. Peyton's Peyton just sitting there salivating right now. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is gonna be easy. I come back because I still feel like he's gonna be the best point guard we have. Once For we sure. Back. For sure. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Out of the ones we have, yeah. Because I was looking at some of his stats, just even in the fantasy league, and it showed like last year that he averaged like not averaged a double double, but he was getting them quite often. He could get you a triple double. Right, right. And that's the thing is, is that what I'm glad is happening is is I'm happy that while he's out, these guys are figuring where to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. instead of him having to figure out where to put them. You know what I mean? Frank is the kind of guy, he's not at the level Alfred's at. I mean, he's on beyond way two, three times the defender that Alfred is. But, you know what I mean? Right. Everybody has their pros and cons. But right. what he brings to the table is someone who, all right, this is, this is where you're going to be at. This is where you're comfortable. Cool. I know that. Now I know where you're going to be at. I know how we as a team are going to run our offense. Because I feel like first couple games, he was just out there running. You know what I mean? Because he, he fast break, let's run, let's run. Yeah. There's no play at that point. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's just run. And whatever I can figure out in a fast break, I can do that. And he does that well. Yeah. But now that we have, in his absence, been able to, you know, take take some, some lumps on the chin and, and, and learn where to put these guys and, and learn which guy is successful in what situation. Now, what I do see is him coming back, when that ball crossed the half court, they're not taking the ball out of his hands the way they do the Nilla Kingdom. And it bothers me a lot. There's a couple things, two things, and that's one of the two things that I've been seeing. Number one, I hate the fact that every single time the ball crosses half court, it ends up in either Julius or Morris's hands. Yeah. I can't stand it. I, I did see that. Quite These dudes, because what's his name? Morris lost it. Bro. Pivotal play, and I was just like, yo, why is he dribbling? Why are these guys point guards all of a sudden? I know it's positionless basketball, this and that, but there yeah, is but forget always that. If you can't a point dribble, guard. There should you, always be a point guard. Yo, there's no way one of my big guys, small forwards, I don't even care if he got handled. Unless you pull George at the small forward position, I don't want you handling the rock like that, doing all that dribbling. Right, right, exactly. Because that's, that's what I'm saying, and, then my, and I'm not for nothing. Not too comfortable with Morris's handle. No, not at all. I like you know him. I mean? I, he's he, our most caught shooter right now, but I don't want yeah. him dribbling. Well, he he also is um, one of the best, uh, better free throw shooters on the team. So For like, sure. uh, when it comes to the game and they 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 want the ball in someone's hand if they go gonna foul, who can shoot these free throws? Because the team itself has been struggling. Yeah, I mean, Bar- Barrett so. had a good um, Charlotte game. He had, Finally, he free four throws. for five, I think. Well, it was, it was whack confident. at first, then he came back. Yeah, he started, but he fights. That kid knows how to get in the paint and attack the rim. Yeah. Well, that's that's the good thing about it, because like you said, he was four for five in the free throw line. He looked Yeah, very he knocked confident. down some he big, good. he knocked yeah. down some and big he, free yo, throws. Yo, man, and this is what bothered me about that game. Like, that loss spoiled a great RJ game. Like, that was, right. to me, by far his best game. To me. And I say that because not the numbers. I'm not looking at the numbers. That was his best game because there were moments in his game where he took it upon himself and said, listen, 
move. I'm taking this. You know what I mean? Right. You saw him. You, you saw him fan people away like he was right away. Like yo, that watch that, out. Now that that segues into my second thing that I've seen. They really don't get RJ the ball as much as he should have it. They he, don't. He needs the ball a lot more than he has the ball. I he know you guys are vets. He should have got that ball for like for something because we at the end of the game. First of all, that last play was horrible. Oh my god! I would have rather RJ. That's what I'm saying. For all of that, that, give it, give it to RJ. And, yeah. and it's not so not to not to say that. All right, if you don't fail anyway, but he, at least he knows how to get to the basket, and you he's know, harder to defend as a left hander. Right, and and then at least you're putting them in a situation where you're going to learn. Like, what have we learned so far in all of our game winning possessions? What have we not, learned? Not not to give it to Julius Randle. That's it. That is the only <laughs> thing we have learned in those situations. But, but you so, know what, though? He, the momentum was going in his favor that the end of the last game. It was. It was. He was he, hitting he, some he shots. He knocked down the two last. And they were difficult shots. He and, was, yeah. and But they were out of control shots, as usual. Yeah. yeah, I felt like he kind of was, like, not lucky. I think he got enough talent to knock those down. Right. Yeah. He's just he out of gone control, either way. man. Like, he needs to, I don't know what kind of workouts. Before that, let me let me just, one of the reasons why we end up in that situation, because we had another person whose name I never knew and whose name I don't even remember at this point, knocked down, like, seven three-pointers. Yeah. And what it, is going yo, on with it, that? It, it goes back to the last podcast. And, Josh, you mentioned it. You said like every guard has a good uh, three point game three against, point the against the Knicks because we don't guard the three. And that last shot that he took, he was such a in the group. The last shot he made in front of Nilakina was actually a great shot because it was defended well. Nilakina was, I was like, he ain't gonna knock that down, and he knocks it down. He cheated I, though. I, I he like cheated. For... Nilakina, he cheated because he tried. Yeah, he, tried he tried to, to get go for the, the steal. pass. Right. He tried yeah. to get to the. To he should have um, stayed with the man. He should have stayed with him. Because yeah. I think everyone knew it was going to them because they, they needed the three. And not for nothing. All right, they so, didn't need the three, but they No, they needed that. the three to win. They, they needed, needed, they they needed, needed the, three the three to win. Three yeah. To, win. to yeah. win. They could have tied it, but oh, yeah, they weren't yeah. going for that. Right. They weren't going for that. But this is my thing. Um, When it comes, like, all right, I knew who the guy was. I watched him last year. I was somebody who I wanted on our team. His name was Devontae Graham. He played for Kansas. And I have... I don't know what it is about my eye and scouting. I knew this kid was going to be good. I just knew it. Last year, he didn't play a lot because who was there? Kemba. Now, all of a sudden, Kemba's gone, and you got to give minutes to hit, split minutes for him and Terry Rozier. Let me be honest with him. Terry Rozier's starting point guard spot. That's how good this kid is. And I knew it. I saw it from Kansas. I said, his first year, he didn't play that well. He had a couple guys there. I think, uh, I don't know how long he was. I think he was only there for two years. His second year, he was the guy on that team. And, my God, he just went off. He went off. Like, I just watched him play, and I said, this kid is going to be an animal. I guarantee you, he's going to be somebody we hear from later. So he went through the draft, ended up getting drafted in the second round. Two picks before Mitchell Robinson. Mm. All of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere this year, and he's going off. But this is what I'm saying. What is going on with the Knicks where these people have their breakout game from three-point Because they know that there is no training on how to guard the three. Number one, number one, nobody shoots at – hello, everyone on the Knicks roster. Nobody shoots at the three-point line anymore. 
Nobody does that. That's the free throw line now. Everybody is pulling up from at least three to four feet deep. So stop waiting at the right. three-point line for sharpshooters. Yo, you know, you know what I don't understand? I'm going I'm to I'm be honest with you because, Joshua, you know how my thing was when I was playing ball. I, I love to play defense because, number one, I loved when people would be like, yo, get their best, their best player on offense. Yep. And a lot of that has to do with making them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so I, they had Gary Payton. And who's the girl on uh, on uh, the, the tall one? That that they have on what is that NBA TV or TNT with the the uh, the girl that played for the Spark or, or whatever, Candace Parker. Candace Parker. Mm-hmm. So they had Candace Parker, and he was Gary Payton. You know the glove was talking about how he played defense on these dudes, and he says he says what you do is you go you put one hand on them, so they can't move. He was like nowadays these dudes play defense. He stepped like like you said three four feet back. Yep. And like you said, like somebody like James Harden, I don't care if you get past me. Right. Don't you know what I'm saying? You're not going to knock down don't a give right exactly. number of threes yeah, I'm not out giving there. you a three. No. Yeah. I, and, and people used to, that's what, when I played ball, dudes used to be like, yo, I need you to guard him and make sure he don't hit no threes. Right. Right? That's it. Get on So him. Now, you don't just let someone who can shoot Get the ball. Number one, that's the problem. They Joshua, have the ball. Joshua, this, there's no off-ball defense. This, you start playing defense when your man gets the ball. I've that's never seen not how you play defense. I've right. never seen the team collapse as much as the Knicks do when somebody gets in the paint. It's like Yo. everybody goes in there, and there's always somebody open. Like every single person feels like it's their job to go and help. Bro, I would be <laughs> in there going crazy <laughs> in practice. The other thing that drives me nuts is like like one of the things, you know, when you play on a team with dudes, they say they call out help, yo, right side, left side. Yeah. One of my strategies was if I had somebody who was good at shooting, I don't care who the dude was setting that screen. I never let I never went underneath that screen. I would go never. behind the dude I'm defending. Over. I'm because, you take a layer. I right, take it two over two. Right. You're gonna go in there because if I'm over the top and you worry that I'm behind you, you're not going to take a comfortable shot. Right, right. And well, it's, it's, it, it's, it depends, though, because some people have quick releases. So well, that's, that, that, that's well, all the time they need. You're going to have to have the best release ever if I'm behind you. Right, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And, well, the thing is, is that there's, let's, let's, be, let's be clear. We have never played with the, with the officiating that the NBA has. And yeah, it's ridiculous. True. Let's be honest. It's completely ridiculous. They almost, it's a watered-down version of basketball as it is. But as they is. need to communicate. They need to communicate. Because if, I, if it's me, if, if it's someone like me, like Nilakina. No, I'm talking about has, the refs. The refs. No, no, the, ref, no. the way okay. the refs officiate the game is a watered-down version of basketball. Because we've all played ball. And we yeah. know that with, the, with refs on the court, it's a completely different game. I get it. But from the strategy standpoint, because I just feel like I felt like I always felt com- if a dude did get past me, I had enough speed to recover. And if I know he's left, if he's right-handed, on the right side of his body is where he's going up with the ball. All you got to right. do is meet him there. Right, right. You don't have to stay on him and put your hand up. All you got to do is meet him there. You got to be quick enough to recover and get back. Or, like, like I said, if I'm going over the top, hey, everybody on the team, if I go over the top, don't switch. Let me chase him. Right, right. Yep, yep. Let me chase him. Because if we switch, what's going to happen? 
there's going to be a mismatch somewhere. Right. And he's going to end up with an open shot or your man's going to end up with an open right. shot. Right. Let yeah. me chase him. I'll stay with him. I'll chase don't, him. I'll let me chase him. him. Don't don't risk the foul. I'll get right. it. Yeah. But like, New York New York is big on switching, though. They 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 Because they, they don't have they any good switching. defenders. That's why. They don't have any good but defenders. That, that's not the case anymore, though. No, it is the case. Because if you look at it, the only ones who follow their man is Nilakina and Dotson. Everybody else switches. Mm-hmm. These are the only two defenders we have on our team at but, the guard spot. But they're being coached to switch. It's no, not like but, but that's what I'm saying. Even though they're being coached to switch, these guys still yet you can still communicate on the coat on the court and say, I got mine, stay. That's how they we don't hear it, no. but they're shouting that all the time. At, I at got the, mine, switch. At, I got mine, switch. You at know what the I'm end of the day, there are so many times I'm watching. It happens like a thousand times, I feel like. Because you know how like teams come up, you got the guy in the middle, he passes it to the guy all the way on the left. So the guy who's defending the guy in the middle backs off three, four feet. They give it back to the guy in the middle. So the guy who he passed it off, he, he passed it to the wing. So the wing is waiting, there's nothing there. So now he has to pass it back to the guard. And my thing is, close that gap. Like, don't yeah. give him that don't space. Let them like, get, you yeah, get, don't let him so get now there. he can set back up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, make him yeah. work right, for before it. They even, that, and that's but my it, thing. It's hard. Because they, I, I think even when, when, when that's happening, I feel like they're confused as to who should they guard? Should they should they chase the no, open shot? Happened. Nothing or... changed yet. Nothing changed yet is what I'm saying. You know how they come down past half court. You just scored. So now the team is coming down past half court. So now the guard got it. He got the wing on one side, the wing on the other side, whether it's, whether it's the two on the left or the three on the right or whoever it is, right? And so he passes it off to the guy on the left. And sometimes, you know how sometimes they back up and they stay there. Mm-hmm. So that whoever he passes to on the wing on the side, there's nothing there. Marcus Morris stopped that guy from going. So now he's got to pass it back to the guard. So now the guard could set it back up because he has the handle and the speed to create something to happen. But if that guy picked up his dribble already, put pressure on the other guy. Yeah, so he you has know to that he has to, to pass the... it back, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, he's got to pass it either to him. Don't let it be your guy, the guy who's the best guy with the ball. Right. You know what I mean? It, dro- right. it drives me nuts. I mean, like, on some plays, maybe not every time because you'd be worn out, which is what happened to me. Like, a lot of times you put that much effort, you yeah. got to be a Superman yeah. to really do all of right. this stuff. And this, but and and that happened to me when I, whenever when I started really really playing defense really well my my offense suffered because I didn't have all of the injury you didn't have the right. um energy well, injury right but when you're Frank but yeah but when I, I wish I had an injury but check it out but if you're Frank Nelakina you're not that guy anyway right but see and that's what I'm saying this is what I was saying to Rick earlier they're being coached to switch but Nelakina and Dotson and Dotson they make it known. When they set a pick, I'm going over. Stay with yours. Right. You're supposed to say that. There's no communication. There was a play versus the Dallas in, in, the, in the Dallas game. Dorian Finney-Smith had a wide open three. Wide the hell open. I mean, everybody was in the paint. There was a pick and roll at the top. It was um, Mitch and RJ at the top. Whoever set the pick, whatever the guy was, he, he cut down. Now, in the corner, Julius Randle is guarding Dorian Finney-Smith. So now, picture this. Top of the key, ball control, probably RJ's man. He is setting the, the play up. Whoever the center was, um, I, don't, I don't think it was Porzingis. It might have been Powell at the time because that's who Mitch was guarding. 
Powell sets the pick on RJ. Now, all the way to the right corner, Dory Finney-Smith is being guarded by Julius Randle. The pick and roll goes and happens at the top of the key. They start driving to the basket. Automatically, Julius Randle leaves his man in the corner and cuts down to the basket. There is now three to help. Yeah. people on two in the paint. people. And there's one wide open person at the three-point yeah. line. Why is there no communication? There is zero communication. If you're going to help, yo, go get that. The, Julius the thing, Randall, you're not wrong for helping, but you're wrong for not communicating. I'm helping. Go get who, whoever's at the three. Stay out there. I got My that. thing is, because that's another one of the things that I see. Because I feel like that dude that made the defense collapse knows what just happened. Absolutely. So if I'm Julius Randle, right, made it you can yeah. fake like yeah. you're helping. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to really touch the guy who's cutting and go back out to the three. That's what you're saying. Right. That's all you're supposed to do. You can fake like you're helping get back in there or just jump into that. That Because there's so many times I see a dude gets trapped and they both on the side. Yeah. And they go to pass it back to get out of trouble. Yeah. Close that lane. That's the only place he has to go. That's exactly. Because he, can, exactly. he can pass right. it to. And so there's the, one of the things that, you know, I'm not the coach. One of the things that, that puzzles me to no end about the Knicks as no matter who the coach has been, it's the same failures on the, the defensive same failures. end. Yeah. Well, unless unless it was Mike Woodson. He Mike was Woodson. the last. He was the last guy. Yeah, Ever but that since... was Mike Woodson. Like, right, since and that's then, what I'm saying. Right. Since then, like, when are we going to get a coach that's going? What are they looking at when they talk about we're going to look at the tape, dude? <laughs> that's what I. Yo, right. that is what I'm saying. And you know what though, Taj Gibson, when he's on the court, yes. like you that's see why his starts. frustration. He's cleaning up. You see his right, frustration. Right, he's like, right. yo, what are y'all doing? What are you guys right. doing? He takes his mouthpiece out. He's just like, yeah, he'd be like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> I see that mad like, times. Mad but, times he But he like, why, like, why is he not in the coaches like me? I mean, I don't know, you know, how they do things, but why is he not there? Because he's obviously on the floor seeing these these failures. He's he's starting these games, but he's not finishing them. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Cool. Whenever Taj oh, 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 Taj, yeah. He's not but, finishing but, these games. But my point is he's seeing the breakdown of the defense. Like, why is he not one of the, the um, voices when they go and look at the tape and say, listen, this is what we have to do? He can't be. No, he can't he, be. The he's thing the, is, he's is not that the coach. He, but the co- when, these guys, when these guys look at the, the film and these guys speak in these meetings, it's a completely different thing to go out there and just do it. You have to be reminded. These guys are doing that because this, these are habits. It's not something that's just going to, oh, that's what I did wrong. Boom, next game I got it. No, right. these, are, these are bad habits that are built over year and year and year of defending. You have to break it down to pieces and build it all back up. So when you have somebody on the court like Taj Gibson who knows what to do in most defensive situations, you got to have them there. I'm sorry. You can't have these guys like Julius Randle in the game doing crucial moments because he can give you a, a good basket. No. That, that, if we're not going to defend, it doesn't matter how many shots you're, you're taking. Most of the time, he's going to miss the shots he's taking anyway. So I'm not saying we should sit Julius Randle. What I'm saying is we have to find a way to get Taj Gibson in the games to finish these games. Because that's when it's most important. You realize ever since he's been starting, all of a sudden we've been having these great starts. But he's not finishing the games. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But neither here nor there. Um, 
there's, like there's, said, there's, there's a lot uh -huh. of simple things. There's like a lot of simple yeah. things that they could clean up because it, it's, it's embarrassing, dude. Like, 15 point Yo, lead in the fourth. He had nine that joint was crazy. three pointers. Yeah. Nine. That is 18 points. My Alone. thing is, Josh, you, yo, I remember his, his my Pause, thing. my bad. I'm sorry. 27. 27. 27 points. 27 points just from the three point line. So check it. So, and my thing is, this is a nobody. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? You're not scouting for this dude. Right? How? But, but once the, no, but once the game, right. Before the game, you're not scouting. But once the dude, the heat is on, this is one of the things that I just do not get. So, right, when I played, again, this, this is not regulation ball, but when I played, that dude, that's that shooter, I don't care what's happening on the floor. I'm not leaving his side. Bro, all you got to do is hit one. And I'm on you like white and I'm rice. on you. Why That's are you it. leaving? Don't help anybody. Stay on that dude. I don't that care dude. if you get, if if you in the paint by yourself or you left my man. I don't care. My man's not hitting the street. Nah, don't, don't even look hot, at the play. The game is over. That's it. Don't That's even. It. The basketball is a game of runs, and they need to understand that you cannot allow any flame to be started, and that that is what happens way too often with us. The flame Yo. gets started even if we're having a good game. The flame. You know started. what? I, I feel Boom. like they need to do more often. I feel like they need to trail a guy. And it's a big risk. But when the guy is on fire and he knows you behind him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude is coming down. Like, you know how, like, you play, like, Frank Nilakina might play defense yo, from the rip. And you trade him. Stay on him. Don't, stay, don't help. Yo, like, don't, don't cheat. You don't stay take, on him. Don't cheat. That's Let it. him pass you a little bit even. Because now, if he knows you're, like, right behind him, not no, like no, he no. left no, you. No, 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 no. I don't like that because now they know how to draw fouls for that. But, no, but listen. All they got to do is stop. His, that, but yeah, but you don't have to be right on his on his heels where you could be on his side. So he, uh, if you're like in his peripheral vision, peripheral vision, mm -hmm. and he knows you're there, pull one. Frank is longer than dude. He was short. Yeah. If it's James Harden, it's a different ball game. We talk about this dude. The dude, what was he? Six feet. Six. He's six one. Six, six one. And Frank Nilakina's reach. You could. My thing is, you you don't even have to actually do anything. You could make the dude uncomfortable. Like he was out there shooting shots comfortable all night. And this is what I'm saying. This is this is a that's that's my problem because a lot of these a lot of those times that he caught fire was when Dennis Smith was in the game. And a lot of these fouls that he picked up away from the ball was on Devontae Graham because he did not know how to guard him. You know what I'm yo, saying? Yeah, something. something. Got... And same thing with Terry Rozier. He did not know how to guard these guys. And unfortunately, Frank couldn't play 48 minutes because every time he was in the game, there was not any, That's what I was gonna say. anything That's going on. I do feel like the Knicks are going to be like that game we could get if we have Peyton. Right. If we have, if we have right. Alfred Peyton. Because we, we can't, we plays, can't, we can't have whoever deep. comes in to be that much of a drop off. Right. Yeah, because that was, that was, because he's like looking bad as soon as he get out there. The dude ain't got his head screwed on straight for like something. I, I don't, you know, I know he lost his stepmother and different things, or maybe that had to fight for the position. But he, I'm glad he's not like the only guy we got, bro. You know what I mean? All like, he yeah. has to do, like I've been saying, all he <laughs> has to do is come in the game and run pick and roll. That's it's like this. No, because when, when we played that's Dallas, all, those that's alley oops he was throwing up. Yeah. See, like but this is, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's very he effective. Did, that game, he played exactly how I thought he was going to play for this entire year. And it was simple basketball. He did mm -hmm. nothing amazing. 
He hit exactly. the open shots and he ran pick and roll the whole game and threw pick lobs to Mitch. He had eight assists. Yo, that's what I've been saying. You know I think on the, Mitchell, on, you, on the Mitchell very Robinson podcast, barely got a jump. Right. Pick and roll. Exactly. That's yo, it. just yo, they've been throwing stuff up and he's been finding a way to at least put his hands on it. It doesn't go down every second. So I mean, but if you practice that, like that's a given. You? Like you'll get like twelve points hey, Ricky, a game. Ricky, did you see that game where Mitchell Robinson hurt himself with his elbow on the rim? Yes. Exactly. Yep. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You throw it up to him, he will find a way to put his hands. He's on. gonna catch it. You know how many alley oops he's caught, and his elbow is already like at the at the the box on the backboard, like already. He's so like, ridiculous. And my thing is, like, he embodies exactly what I want in the game. He's someone who might not have it all screwed together. He, he's a little raw, but he's just going. He's just going to dive into it, no but, matter what. But, but they like, don't. They like, don't. They don't make it easy for him. And and he's they, good. Well, so that, they don't. don't well, who, they the don't Knicks, you mean? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, not, it's they do make it easy. They're trying because they don't one, make it easy for him. One time, do you, do you see the lobs that he gets sometimes? No, I mean, yes. Listen, okay. Listen, 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 listen. What I'm saying is, last year was a lot easier because nobody knew who the hell Mitchell Robinson was. Now they know that's the only way he gets his baskets. So he's being game planned for a little bit harder than he ever was his entire life. And mind you, he never played any any college basketball. So he's right, learning that's what I'm how saying. To, he got a few he got a few years because he's learning they how show, to figure it out. He's very, very, very raw still. He's real raw. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I think, like you said, there is a lot of them not making it easy for him. You know what I mean? Especially like Frank is starting to figure it out. How to get get a little pick and roll going with him a little bit. But DSJ has all of the attributes to be an amazing pick and roll point guard. You know can what I'm I saying? Ask, can I ask you something? What's up? If we're watching tape, the, the, does some coach somewhere say, you see that you right there? I want that all game. I want that all game. I want well, you gotta have the ball handler to do it. You gotta have the right ball handler. Yo, they to do got it. the ball. Well, they got DSJ. I want this all night from you. This is what I want. I want a like, thousand assists like this. And, like, and I mean he's not he's not gonna get a thousand assists, but he got an right, this is the play we really gotta develop. We gotta learn this. Yes, DSJ, Elfie Payton. That's all I've been saying, though. They yeah. they don't do it enough. No, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a simple play because when you watch Houston, now all right, you're terrified of of of, of James Harden. You're terrified because you don't know what he's going to. Right. And then uh, what's this big man that, that's getting all of those passes, those alley oops from him? Uh, Clint Capella. Capella. Yeah. He's injured right now. He hasn't been playing. But yeah, but yeah, yo, I but he's you. throwing them joints. Yo, the very next. Thing, yeah. You come back down the next. Same exact thing. And Do it like, again. Wow. Yeah, but exactly. but but it's also because of the um, of the amount of a James threat Harden. that you're James Harden. Harden is. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's you're terrified of James Harden. So yeah. yes, that plays that plays a role. But Jesus Christ, give me like four or five of them, or something. You know, you know, yeah. like every. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's what I'm saying. DSJ, you're not a great shooter. So if you whatever you're great at right now, do that until they stop that, and then you work on your shooting. And then you do the next drill. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, don't. Try to make shooting part of your game. When, but, but even if he has that as a threat, he can work. He can work his shot into the game because everyone's gonna back off of him because they think he's gonna throw it into right. Mr. Robinson. Right. So now right. he has a little. He has a couple of steps right there where he can get a nice, open, nice look, and he can take that shot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't understand why he doesn't do it more. And 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 he he's. 
so, well, he has been, or he has the potential to be explosive. So, like, he, I don't, it's like every, all the ingredients are there, but he's still not making the cake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, it's all there. Put it together. Figure it out. Yeah, that's. It's, it's like they're not practicing together or something. Like game well, he, night. He is did. Like he did they, miss. He did miss a lot of time. Uh, uh, he did uh, miss a um, lot of time. But hello, he's been back. Right. He's been back. So let's let. Come on. It's 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 bad. <laughs> and, and, it's and, bad. And, and let's and let's remember. This is their job. There is no other. Like, you're not winning. You you have a terrible record. They should be in the gym from sun up sundown. Like. I don't. I, there's just no excuse. Yeah, there I mean, isn't. But this is what I'm saying. This is why I feel like this is why at the end of the year last year I was like, "Is it the coaching?" And this is why this year I felt like they were in trouble because it, at this point, dude, I feel like it's coaching. Like nobody's coming up with a way to defend the three pointer. It don't take. How, it's going to take mid season for us to figure out how to defend the three. Apparently, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, what are we ten, thirteen games in or something like that? And it's like. You got everybody everywhere just knocking down threes every day. Like this is yeah. outrageous. I, I, yeah. was lo- I was looking at um, Colin Sexton's numbers in fantasy. Yo, <laughs> his numbers against the Knicks were the best numbers he got. Like is like nine here, eight here, and then the Knicks twenty five. And it's just like, and and it goes back to what y'all was saying. He's like, any guard will have a great scoring night against mm-hmm. the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Any guard. You mm-hmm. could be a nobody. You could be an all-star. It doesn't matter. They're having a great scoring night against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And, and it is so annoying. But because this is, it's like we have all the components to play well, and yet we, like you said, all oh, the little things we're just not doing. This is my other thing that annoyed me the other night. I think Marcus Morris, I think it was him, he kept having a mismatch on offense. And I was like, why aren't they exploiting this mismatch over here? I, like, I, I forgot what, who it was that was on, because I don't know the people over there. North right. Carolina. But there was a few times they it was kept like Monk. Yeah, son. I was like, yo, they got a miss. And he's like 6'3". Yeah, and I was yo, you got four inches. I remember screaming that out during the game. I was like, yo, you got like four or five inches on this dude. <laughs> and, and and that's my thing. And it's just like, I, I, I feel like sometimes, like, yeah, the Knicks are a new team, and I know it takes time for guys to get used to each other. And the reason why I'm not really into that whole thing, because we're not going to have the luxury of we got a lot of guys on a one-year contract. We're not going to have the luxury of this dude coming back next year. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the, what the coach is going to be. It's going to be another new team. It's going to be a whole mm-hmm. other new team. And but but you know, to, I think to your point, be- Morris, he, he gets at least two <coughs> offensive fouls a game. So, like, if he had the mismatch, it's like... Morris? He's going to kill him. Morris, yeah. Randall really gets an offensive foul oh, forget every it, forget opportunity it, forget he it. gets. I, I feel like Randall is one of those guys... It's like, uh, what's our guys that, that plays in uh, Boston right now? Ines Cantor, who does one thing really well, and then he just sucks on defense. And then you got somebody like Randall, who's scoring 20 points, and he's getting, like, double-digit rebounds. And he's spinning around, and he hasn't been spinning as much, but he's nah. dribbling too much. Yeah. He, I, he thinks it's his team, and he's, like, running. He just does this thing where it looks like he just runs with this, no kind of – See, but we didn't, just, we didn't see any of this in, in New Orleans. Orleans. And that's because he had Drew no, Holiday. We, no, because we were watching highlights. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But not only that, he had Drew Holiday. I couldn't imagine him having the, the ball. Having the ball. In it. Not even that. He had point guards there. He had Drew Holiday and he had... Um, that they trusted. There. Yep. Yeah, that they trusted with the ball in their hands. There was no reason for him to have the ball unless he got in the paint. And that's my problem. 
Julius Randle gets the ball way too much outside the three-point line. Yeah. Why? Why do you have the ball out there? Yeah. I don't care if you're a good ball handler as a, as a forward. That doesn't mean you're a good ball handler. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's a great power forward when it comes to ball handling. But just because – that doesn't mean that you're a good ball handler, dude. You're terrible at it. Like, you have moves. You have no ball control. Dribble moves and ball control are two different things. I don't understand why people still think because he has dribble moves that he has ball control. No, he is completely out of control every time he puts the ball on the floor. And it, 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 to me, if the coach doesn't see that, there's a problem. That's right. that, and that's my issue. That's my issue. Why do you? Why does he? How many times did he have turnovers and and bad possessions in crucial situations? What's the definition of insanity? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. <laughs> why do you keep doing that? I, I think I think I wrote that to you guys too when we was watching the game. I was just like, yo, if we see it time after time, like how how did the coach how does the coach it? not see it? How, how do they not see, see it at the at the, when, when they when they watching film? Like if I was the media guy, I'd be like, yo, you you keep saying y'all gonna watch film. How much film y'all need? Like, come on. <laughs> on man. the same mistakes every single game. Exactly. Right. Right. Mitch Robinson is still leaving his feet. And again, right. No, not a lot of college time, but there was one point at the end of the game, he went flying. Yeah, and the dude that he went flying on was that short dude. You don't yeah. even have to block it; just get your hand up in his face. You tall enough to like Bro, run up on him and put your hand on his that's forehead. That's all he has to do. He, Mitchell Robinson, now has the reputation that he does not have to jump anymore. Right? He doesn't. Most of the time, people run way before he even gets there because they know he's going to jump. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times, I would just say to Mitchell Robinson, like, "Yo, bro." Unless you're in the paint and you're already planted and they go straight up with you, don't jump. You know what I mean? When you're playing defense and you're chasing somebody, don't jump because they're going to head fake you because they know you're going to jump. That's one thing that I always knew about shot blockers. They will jump at everything. Yeah. Everything. But he, seen, wasn't he getting better at it, though? It, it just yeah, felt like... It, he does get better, nah, but he, it nah. takes years. I watched he twisted his ankle, I missed the game, Ibaka, and... Yo, I watched Ibaka go through this shit for three years, three, four years before he finally, all right. And now Ibaka can still get four or five blocks a game, but he stays out of foul trouble. Right. You know what I mean? It took him a long time to learn how to do that because more than you saying to yourself, all right, don't jump, the people you're playing against know you are a shot blocker. They will put you in a situation to make you jump. Like, if, if you're a shot blocker and I go up and I head fake, there's no way you're going to... All right, they, they told me not to jump. Nah, you're jumping at yeah. that. It's in you, basketball you want instinct. To. Yeah. yeah, like I said, these are these are habits that takes a long time to break. Did you see Did you see when he hurt his ankle that game? Oh, my that God. Game. I love it. And that's what I'm saying. He embodies everything I want in the next So, so, So one of the things... that There's a few things I like about that. But one thing I noticed, like I said to you before. So he was limping up the floor. Still was like, come on. Come, get this pick. Come get yep. the screen. Yeah, come he get came, gave him this pick. He gave him the pick. He rolled and got the dunk and got the alley oop. And then, and then you know, then he was out the game. You know, they they fouled or something. I don't. I think the other team had mercy on him and called timeout or something. That's what it looked like happened. Mm-hmm. And then you see. Then here's one of the things I noticed. Did you see how he went back on the court to see if he could cut? And he was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. And he was he was doing a little jump, the side yeah, moves. Right, but but did you see his body? He looked like he looked like a nine year old. 
Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he was jumping. Like, the, the way his wrist was all flapping, and like he was like going like that. Like the dude's not even like really like a, a, a like a man yet. A man yet. Watch. And this oh, is watch. why. Watching that. Happen. But that's what I'm saying, and that's why I feel like in a few years, when he got that surge of Baka swag. Yeah, when he learned, his, like, all right, I know who. Yeah, when he got his body now, when he could, like, you know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. almost like the way he walks, like when they call and he coming off the bench and he does that little thing, his shoulders forward and his arms are flapping. It's almost like he's, he's like, still a kid. He never he's went still through, a kid. Yo, and this, and this is, is why. I'm, this is what yeah. I'm saying, bro. He he never he never went through that college experience. Like he's but that's a what lot. I'm saying. Mature wise, he's a lot. He's like, got a, he's got a higher ceiling because once he gets it, once he gets the confidence, because. He's turning into right now. He's one of the players. He'll be right by the front free throw line and still be looking forward to somebody to pass it, and they're not defending him. He should be able mm-hmm. to take that shot right there. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that shot, even yeah, if he yeah. misses it. He's got yeah. to take that. So yeah. there's a lot of things in his game. So Mitchell Robinson, like I said from last year, I'm very high on him still, but yeah. I'm not. My ceiling for him is so high, I, I can't hold him to what I expect him to be just yet, because right. he's still like flam. You know, you say he like he's flailing all over the place, mm-hmm. but what he's doing now. The fact that he's starting, like they got him starting, it's like that's one thing. No, he's not starting like yet. He's the, he hasn't been starting. He ain't, he ain't getting him starting yet, but he's getting nah. a lot of minutes. He's getting he's a lot because he's still starting. What's the name over him? Um, um, Taj Gibson. Taj as, they as they should. They, right, and they should because you see what he's he, his he IQ the for the game is way yeah. through the roof compared he to like a lot tone, of man. right Robinson right now. The minutes he's getting, I like his minutes. He's right. getting some real valuable minutes. When he starts, when he when he becomes a starter, I feel like another season, two 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 seasons down, that kid is because once I I can't wait to see his his body when he when he's got it and he's got that man body and he starts moving like an adult yeah, and Jay, like somebody who's all that. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, to see I was, his like mm. I can't wait to see him when he get his man body. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, man. Yo, chill. All right, pause. But nah, you, he, nah, nah, you, nah, you be catching all of us off guard. Nah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Where, but you know, you know where is he at. going? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still flapping around like a, like a little kid. He yeah, he's, he's, he's that a kind, and he, he and You know how, like, certain dudes walk, but, like, yo, he look like he played ball. Like, he don't even walk like that yet. He kind of, right, but right, he, right. he's, you know, but, but Mitchell, I'm just saying that to say that I don't, I don't want to pick on him too much, but a lot of the stuff that he's doing wrong is a co- is coaching things, you know. But you right. can't be on the with him and be in his earpiece. It ain't like he got an earpiece. Well, I mean, you can't really say that because he doesn't even he he hasn't even had time to build the wrong habits yet. You know what I mean? Like he he got a he, whole season in last year. He got a whole season in, yeah, for sure. But uh, but uh, he's he, that was his college season, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I feel like this is still his college season, and I'm not I'm right. not. Arguing. I, I think right, they're yeah, both yeah. saying the same thing. I think yeah. that he he's got a long way to go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But for what he's doing, given the opportunity and given the pick that he was, super high on Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Him talking about him for wanting sure. to be defensive player of the year, he still thinks that means you gotta jump up and block everything and fly all over the place. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And once he gets once he gets his act together, like you said, it took Serge Ibaka three years or whatever the case. Three, four years for he was like like one of the best defenders in the league. Right. So it's gonna be a little but that boy, that boy is sharp. He's gonna do his thing. And once he becomes like that Clint Capella for the kind of point guard that we actually need. Can I say this? I'm really excited that we didn't get uh Kyrie Irving. I feel like I'm being proved. and I said that. What did I tell y'all about the Nets? And how much they I was like, who they got? Remember I said who they got? Yeah. 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 For sure. They talk I about mean, the Nets is gonna be this, that, and the third. You look and, at you let, let's look. At the standing. What's the standings uh that they got right now? Um 
I think the the Nets are where are they in the standings? The Nets are not even in the playoffs. Yeah, they they're ninth right now. That's what they're I'm five saying, and seven. Like, you know what I mean? They got two more wins than we do with Kyrie Irving. Right, mm-hmm. with Kyrie Irving, and that boy's been he's he's scoring forty here, he's scoring thirty there. Like, all right, alienate his up. teammates at the same time. No, yeah, but look at what the Celtics are doing with Kemba. Way better than way better than wherever with, with with Kyrie. So that's this is what I was saying. Man. This is what we all were saying. Like that's why I didn't want that dude over there with the yeah, Nets. Man. That's why I said I would prefer Kyrie over right. Kemba, Kemba, over, Kyrie. Kemba over Kyrie. We all said that because yeah. I was yeah. like Kemba. Yeah. Imagine we had Kemba with this squad. How much better oh, he'd be doing? Oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, the only reason why Kemba didn't come here is because it wasn't a playoff team. That's really it. I mean, this that's really what it comes down to because. He, he he said New York was part, you know, part of his. Uh, hey, let me yeah, everybody his says that, man. I'm I'm so overhearing that. Everybody true, said they true. on the list. Ain't nobody coming. Yeah, so but like, check it out. We supposed true. to feel was, good about that? Please. I got fact. so just watching the game, the Celtics game, and Mark Jackson is calling it, and he was like, "New York's finest," and I was like, "Man, why did he go to Boston?" Yeah, I was like so jealous. Like, tag man, <laughs> we could have had a good thing over here because uh, I could imagine why anybody is like. I don't want to go to New York. It's a shit show at the, at the front office. It is. And, and the coaches and stuff like that. So I get it. But seeing him play the way he's playing and him being from our neck of the woods like that. I mean, front office or not, you put good players on the court, they're going to produce. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of why I don't always play the front office game too much because if a guy likes what's being what's on the court, he's going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way he's going to look at – someone's going to look at the Lakers being poorly run, but then look at Anthony Davis and LeBron James and be like, yeah, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you, you pick your teams based off, the, based off the players and the production that they've had there. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to say, oh – because we know. And when it comes to, like, shady, crazy moves within the past couple of years, the Lakers are right up there with the Knicks. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's true. So – my thing is, is the, the the front office thing, yeah, it's a game to play because there's no one to blame right now. And the only guys that have been here for as long as we've been losing is the front office. So it's easy to say at the front office. So, you know what I mean? It's them. It's them. We, you know, what they should have done is Sean Miller. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know where that energy was you had the other day when you was telling me. Yo, the energy is the same. I'm, I'm happy for him. I nah, said, I said you wasn't that. happy. You wasn't happy. <laughs> wasn't what happy. you saying? I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy when he was there. Nah, you wasn't he happy was when he got signed. You was the one that told me in the nah. chat. No, nah, I said I'm happy. <laughs> no, nah, I'm messing with you. I'm about to say I wasn't happy <laughs> when he got signed. I'm, I'm, I'm happy he got signed. I mean, it's a shame that he had to get signed because the Blazers are like injury ridden. You know what I'm saying? So they needed somebody. I'm just hoping. Here's what I hope. I hope it works out because we all know he's not a good defender. Man, you know what I'm saying? This, this, I'm, this, this I'm, is exactly this, this is. Go ahead, go ahead. Look, so I'm hoping that they don't put the blame if they continue to lose because the Blazers are supposed to have more wins than they got. I'm hoping that what he does is take the pressure off of Damon Lillard and, and, and CJ McCollum. Yeah, I'm hoping that he could be a knockdown three point shooter. I'm hoping that you won't hear nothing about him coming off the bench. I just, I just really hope that he can do what he what can they do. Need him to, yeah, right. Right, and I don't think that defense is that thing. If defense is not being played, the dudes are scoring. I hope they don't put that on Melo. But I feel like it'll be the easy thing to do. 
And if they do blame it on them, go back to China. Go to China and get and get that money. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not doing too well right now. So hopefully that'll give them the spark that they need. Listen, man, Melo's doomed. You know what I mean? And I really mean that. And it sucks because if they do win and they start doing better. They're going to say it's, it's, not, it's CJ McCollum and they're they ain't going to say it's him. No, nah, not even that. Even if they do say it is him, they're not going to win a championship. And when they, they don't win a championship, he's going to be part of the blame. No matter what. No matter what. He's doomed from the start. The only Melo thing I like defense about is going to be the number one thing that everyone says. But you could coach that. You could not coach that. No. You could kind of coach no. when he's on the floor and when he's not. <clears throat> no. If it matters. Man, it's not going to work. So look. Go ahead. I'm, I'm happy he signed. I'm happy yeah. he signed. He deserves it. But it's not going to work. But here's, here's, here's my only thing I feel like he has on his side. That they were already doing poorly without him. Right. Or Which they weren't good. Right. That's they weren't on his side. His expectations. So if they do what is what's their record? What's what's the record? They're right four now? and eight or something like that. So if they continue yeah. and they're eight and sixteen, they can't say they were doing worse, right? Let's just say that that's the they go on the trajectory they go on. They're eight and sixteen with Melo. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, all right, they still losing. You can't you'd be like, yo, we were doing this bad before. Well, I mean, the, the the Thunder never left the first round t- even two years after Melo left, and he still was the reason why they didn't make, leave the first round and he was there. <laughs> so no matter what, and he's going to yeah. get the blame regardless. So I wonder if they if that's going to still go. I wonder if they're really going to keep saying that. It, yes. It's him. yes. I wonder because they... at the end of the day, there's still a narrative out there on Melo. There's still owners that don't like Melo. Like it's, it's, that's never going to go anywhere. The that only way matter. it's got to be the, the it's only be way the it changes is if it's the media and it's also the owners. The owners don't like him. It's how has he hasn't he had any workouts in any jobs up until now? Well, you as long I mean? as people like Jared Dudley shut up and don't say nothing about him, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot we can say about Jared Dudley right now and how <clears> the hell he's on the team way before that he's on right. Yeah, but whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, man, I, I, I wish I wish him a little best. I hope he has a lot of fun. I hope after this he hangs it up because no matter where he goes from now on, people will blame him everywhere, and he doesn't deserve that. Well, if they get into the playoffs, he, he, I'm sure they're going to have him back. They're Whoa. going to get into the playoffs. You think so? Yes. It, they're 4-8. and eight. Look at the record out in the, in the West. No, the, the team that's like in third or fifth place – has eight wins. That's a four games like difference. Like this, is, everything right now is an overreaction. That's the only thing that that's working in Melo's favor is that everyone's overreacting about Portland. They're not playing well. They're not. They're injury riddled. Everybody's I injured. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, they are. Everybody's freaking injured. So I, of course they're not wait. gonna play well. But you know what I mean. This, like I said, hope they do good. Hope Melo does well. I hope um, he's in shape. I hope he's in shape. Um, I hope he can welcome the bench role because that's what he will be playing. Just bring provide that spark off the bench. Yeah, I think he's ready. And and just do your thing. Just yeah, I mean that's that. When they Nothing play, nobody can say. When they play Tuesday, Monday? they play tomorrow. They play tomorrow, Monday oh, they, against against. Well, no, 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 he's not gonna be there. They're playing against this Tuesday. They're playing. They play Tuesday. I believe so. I thought oh. Tuesday was the next game. Like, oh be yeah, yeah, Houston. Yeah, well, he wasn't. He won't play until the, the Tuesday game. And I think it's a back-to-back game. But Monday is the game versus Houston, and they wanted him to be able to be back for that game. 
because that'd have been a nice little revenge game. But he won't be available for that, unfortunately. So he need to drop forty his first game back. Nah, <laughs> nah, that would be crazy, man. Listen, y'all know Melo is my guy. He's one of my favorite players ever. Top top five that are alive. But likewise, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know uh, how much more we gonna see out of Melo going forward. Okay, top five. You mean as far as defense too, or you just? No, my, my favorite <laughs> players all the time. He's in there. All right. You know what I'm saying? He's up there with Tracy McGrady? Yes, he's up there with Tracy McGrady. Oh, wow. Okay. He's not better than Tracy McGrady. He's not, he's not at Tracy McGrady's level for me, no, but he's he's right under there. Oh, okay. My favorite player doesn't mean anything other than you, you just, just like that. Play. Like, yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. that guy. Yeah. Because, I yeah. mean, if, if I could really pick a favorite player, <laughs> I would pick the best player of every generation before. They were the best player of every generation. So, because right. <laughs> Derrick Rose was one of my favorites before he got to, before he hurt himself a bunch of times. Yeah, I mean, look at your closet. Nobody wouldn't be able to tell that. Whatever, man. <laughs> a bunch of Derrick Rose sneakers in there. But anyway, that was like years ago. I haven't bought a Derrick Rose pair of kicks. But I, I thought his kicks was dope. I was always like, if the kicks look dope, I cop. That's why I never got Mellow sneakers because they, they were all ugly except because like you one. weren't a Mellow fan. No, they were all ugly. <laughs> no, they were. <laughs> they were. Yeah, they were all ugly. <laughs> Except for like maybe Jordan one. did him dirty. I mean, all of, yeah. all of Jordan's sneakers are trash if they're not Jordan. Right. I don't I don't know one. Ah, there might be a couple. Chris Paul might have. Nah, Chris Paul's drinks is trash too. Ways drinks. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Let's not go there. Anyway, that's all we got for y'all. Um, <clears throat> Thank you once again for joining the God of Knicks podcast. What y'all got? Y'all got anything? Hey, look for some more artwork, man. We're going to do this. This this artwork is coming out, man. Yo, listen. Y'all heard him say it. So now when it don't happen. We do some of these man, graphics. Man. Some of these Knicks graphics. We're going to pump them. When Cat they don't happen. <laughs> just, in, just in case it don't happen, we can blame Andre Jalil. Nah, you're going to spec so many little joints here and there. We're going to do it. Well, look, look, he changed it to here and there. Here and there. Yeah, We're going to do it. Stuff, you know, every time. <laughs> once in nah. a blue. Nah, but yeah, we got some artwork coming for y'all. Um, we're going to change it up. Hopefully, we can take our minds off of all of the losing that we're going to see this year. Because there's, there's going to be a lot of losing. Let's, 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 let's brace for a long season, y'all. Let's brace for a long season. But you have a good one. All right? No Until doubt. Next time. Until next time, man. Peace. Peace.